It's Death Chase. It's 3D, but it's not 3D Death Chase. It's Ira Sinclair live from Boat Fest! <laughs> Hi everybody, welcome to Iris Sinclair. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. And today, Aaron, we're going to be talking about Death Chase. Mm. Aaron, have you ever been chased while in a vehicle? Yeah. Yeah, I have. A couple times, actually. Mostly during pizza deliveries. Really? The day. Yeah. There's something about, because, you know, a lot of people are spoiled now, because they got your GPS and your telephone and stuff. Back in the day, we didn't get OG. I had to get to my uh, routes via mailing address, and you got all these creeks and stuff. And sometimes you make a wrong turn, sometimes it'd be foggy or something, and you go up the wrong driveway, and people be chasing you. I got shot at two different times, and I got chased in cars a couple of times doing that. And also, one time I think I was chased by cultists. Wow. But that's a whole other story. But wow. yeah, so definitely, death chase, it happened. What about, know, I, I've seen some movies yeah. where pizza delivery drivers walk in to yeah. like sorority parties yeah. and things like that. Did that happen to you too? You know, there's a surprising lack of sororities in Hurricane. Mm, Probably because of the lack of a college, for yeah. example. We're not educated. Yeah, so no, that never happened. Now, I have walked into some trailers with some, you know, some questionable ladies in there, but no, it's I just dropped the pizza off at the door and ran when I saw that happen. Have you been chased by death? No, I don't think I've ever been chased by death. Although, uh, you know, maybe, maybe I have, and I've just outrun him. Maybe that's why I'm here today. You, you know, be you better stay frosty, though. I'm built for speed. Oh, look at me. I've seen you run, Boat. I, I question that. <laughs> now, Aaron, before we get into death chase. Uh, we need to give a shout out to Clive's Club. This is the group that picks these games for us. So we want to give big props to Mitsuyama, Richard Goulstone, Paul Bossman Harrington, McChessers, Jedburn, Justin Tinpot Gamer, Orkmeal, and Paul, a.k.a. Hermski. Thank you guys for being part of Clive's Club. Yeah, thanks, fellas. Now, Aaron, let's just dive right in to the glory that is Death Chase. Yes, you know, we've had a cup of coffee with this one, but We have. This was an episode, do you remember what episode of our uh, ARG Presents this was? This was the very, was this the very first episode? No, I believe this was episode two. Two. Episode two. Uh, yeah, that first one we played Mule or something, right. right? Yeah, so this was, and this is one of the first Specky games I ever played. Yeah, you know, cause we too. had we had very limited. It's funny how we thought, hey, let's make a Specky show. We had played practically nothing. <laughs> so that's that was real, a lot of forethought there. Uh, but uh, uh, and this one uh, I, I remembered uh, because I thought to myself because the specky looks so you look at it it's just this tiny little thing you're like what's this thing gonna do right. you know, it's like a doorstop and then it does stuff good stuff and this was the, my introduction to the good stuff uh, Death Chase uh, in case you haven't heard of it or 3D Death Chase there's a controversy about the name of this right where, where do you fall on that you know here's what i think yeah you always say what's on the box and what's huge on the box a 3D. big old 3d yeah so in my mind forevermore this will always be 3d death chase. i'm right there with you um anyway the released uh for the spectrum in 83 uh published by micro mega and uh, this was a this is the big money uh game or you these are the games you could get like for dirt cheap and even the re-release of this thing was still only three pounds. I mean, you can get a good deal on these things. This was authored uh, by, I'm going to try to pronounce this, uh, Mervyn J. Escort R.B. I don't know, what's R.B. stand for? Royal Blood. It's a title they have over You're there. You're kidding me. Are you making that up? Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> 
think of it, boat. I didn't know. You had me. This this runs on the 16K, Specky. What a jerk you are. And originally, this thing sold for the, the, the kingly sum of seven pounds. So even if it's in, in the forefront, it was pretty cheap. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know how these things went, boat. So let's talk about what the heck this game is. Because it, it's... I don't know. Did you read the docs on this? Their docs? Well, I, I looked at you know Spectrum games have kind of can often have skimpy docs because they've got to print them on the cassette inlay. Yeah, the J card. You know, and so as far as I can tell in this, it's your job to blow up things in the woods. Yeah, that's, you're a motorcycle riding that's, mercenary. That's right. Which hey, who? That's all I need to know. That's always been my dream occupation. You know. Now this came out in '83. Yeah. You know. Now what else? Was kind of big in that era. I'd say that was a Star Wars movie. That's came right. Out you had your that, right? Jedi, mm -hmm. right? And you remember the cool scene on uh, the indoor the forest moon of indoor, yeah, where they're going through the woods on those speeder bikes, right? right? This is sort of like the uh, you know the low end clone equivalent of that, True. basically. Except in that, you were fighting, uh, you know... Nazis. What? Not, what? Oh. You've never seen Return of the Jedi, have you? What are we talking about? Have you ever seen Return of the Jedi? Yeah. I thought you were against violence and I, stuff. It, it's, I close my eyes during these parts. <laughs> so what about when the Ewoks were smashing people? Did you I watch hate that? that scene where the two logs come up and And, and they crush mush the, that thing? That makes me shiver. Why? It's violent. There's dudes in there, too. I know. I know. Think about their families, man. What about the dudes that get shoved on those bikes at full speed and hit those trees? They brought that upon themselves. They weren't going too fast. You know, I've been on a bike and hit a tree. Really? And it hurt. Hose was with you, wasn't That's it? That's right. Actually, it was a lamp post. But I hit it. I went to a shrubbery when I did it. If, if only there were smartphones back well, then. Well, I mean, when you would know, we don't want that. But the, the, the thing is, when you have a context for the pain, you sort of feel bad. In this game, you're not running guys in the trees, though, except for yourself. Mm -hmm. But you do feel the pain whenever you hit the tree. Yeah. Well, you know, what sticks out to you about this game? I mean, it's sort of, there's not a lot of uh, pomp and circumstance when this thing comes up. What do you think about the game, you know, as you load it up or your first impressions on it? I like the way that this game puts you right into the action. You yeah. know, there's there's not a whole lot of options. No. And basically you select your your Kimston or your keyboard yeah. and then you're ready. Yeah. Right? And you take off. And the first thing that you see is that you're you know, the trees are moving by you. And one of the things that caught my eye, we play a lot of racing games on the spectrum. Yeah. All the all the systems. I really like the way that the turning works in this game. Yeah. Because as you turn, you see kind of the front of your bike. You see your two hands. It's a unique perspective. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever played another motorcycle game like this. Yeah. You're, the two black uh, cylinders that you see actually represent your hands yeah. or your arms. And you see yourself kind of twisting and turning. That's cool. That puts you in there, don't you think? It looks like, can you imagine in real life, uh, you, ever, you ever rode a motorbike? Uh, no. You ever played like... I've been on the back of one. Really? Yeah, when I lived in Bangkok. Oh, who was driving? Motorcycle taxi driver. Oh, that sounds dangerous. Oh, gosh, you don't even know. Did, did they drive with their arms locked like this? Yeah, that's that, a good question. That seems like you could, you know, I mean... This seems bad for well, your arms, if anything. It, it, well, it's weird because you never you never get any elbow action. And if I know anything about motorcycles, you got to have some elbow yeah, action. Yeah, and then on top of that, you've got to shoot the gun on right. there, too. Right. I guess you shoot that with your it's, hand. That's a thumb trigger. And you're also using the th throttle and stuff. Yeah. I think I'd put the gun shot thing on my foot. You know what I'd do? I don't. Or you maybe know, squeeze it with your thigh. Well, I was going to say, like, remember Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins, the one-man band? Yeah. He moves his, he moves his like inner... The symbols? Yeah, he moves his inner thigh. That's what I did. You, you wouldn't believe how sensitive my inner thigh is. I don't want to know, frankly. 
How does one's inner thigh get that sensitive? It's training, man. Do you play cymbals with it? Sometimes. Can you coke a, you know, crack a coconut with your That's thigh? the opposite of sensitivity. That's the iron thigh. Oh. That's a kung fu technique. I don't want to know what that's used for, to be honest with you. So anyway, getting back to the game. I don't know where we're on that subject. You scoot through the woods, and what makes this game great is, like, unlike a lot of games, we play a lot of Amiga games, you may have heard, and those games often take you and then violently throw you in the most dangerous part of the game, where this game subtly ramps up. Like, yeah. the first couple levels, it's a leisurely ride through a pastoral setting. Oh, and you're killing suckers, Oh, right? yeah. And then later on, okay, there's a few trees, and then you're killing suckers. And then later on, you're killing suckers and, like, more trees. Oh, here comes a tank or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then after a few levels, it's nighttime, you're at a Christmas tree farm, and your sucker's coming everywhere. Right. That's the subtlety of the game. They did it right, because it should ramp up. That's what makes it more fun. I was looking at the scores in the Discord, and there are every level of ability baked into that, because like I thought I did pretty good, and my score wasn't very good at all compared to the main guys, but I still felt like I got somewhere. It wasn't like I got instantly mauled. Right. So I, I think there's a lot to that. You know, we talk a lot about doing difficulty curve right, and we talk a lot about making the player feel like they've accomplished something. That's right. And I'll tell you what this game does that's great. Like you said, it starts off nice and easy. It lets you get the lay of the land. It, you obviously know what to do. If you're driving a motorcycle and there's trees, you need to avoid the trees, okay? But the way that the day-night cycle works it makes you feel like the game is broken up into sections. Yeah. Even though there's literally no variety in the gameplay other than it ramping up, just knowing and the words come up, day patrol, night patrol, it makes you feel like you're part of the world. And I know that's kind of silly to say in a game as simple as this, but it really did make a difference. You know, something else I like is the, is the uh, enemy bikers. They do look like they go through, they sort of look like you would probably look mm -hmm. on the back. They're, they're moving back and forth. Uh, through the woods, it makes it look cool, and it does give you that feeling that you're pursuing someone. Right. You know, I mean, you couldn't do a perfect like indoor type deal, but you can. They what they did here was come very close to simulating that. Something else I like about it is, as, as this game is one of the few games, like they should transfer this to VR. Like this should be a VR game because this game gives you the sense. Of, of that perspective, I mean, it's it's very unnerving sometimes when you're in these woods and you're jerking around back and forth trying to get to these trees, and it really gives you that sense of speed. You know, that's the thing. We talk about this all the time when we talk about racing games. What do you want out of a racing game, a game where you're on a vehicle and you're moving fast? You want to feel like you're moving fast. You that's don't right. want to feel like you're chugging along. And for 16K or whatever this game fits yeah. in, it's amazing the sense of speed that you get. I yeah. mean, and you find yourself, you know, shifting back and forth as you weave through the trees. It's amazing, and I don't even know how they do it. I mean, obviously, there's no true sprite scaling on the spectrum. Yeah. But it really does feel like you're approaching these trees, and they're passing you by, and you see trees coming up. The thing that I love about this game, too, is this is a this is a, this is really one of the games. I'm glad that we started out with the spectrum on this, because this is really one of the games that is a true spectrum game in that it moves fast, it plays well, and the, it uses every color. In, yeah. the, in the in the in the thing, so you've got you know you've got the 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 trees are sort of purplish. You've got the green, the greenery around you. Everything is a different color. So I love the fact that it uses the broad spectrum of colors. Yeah, I will say now there, there's a great feeling you get when you when you shoot a guy and complete a level. But the feeling that you get when you shoot a guy and complete a level, and you're one inch away from hitting a tree mm -hmm. because as soon as the that's one of the it's amazing you, your different patrols start at the exact same point that you finished and so 
I can't tell you how many times I would start the game and just instantly ram a tree. Mm -hmm. And so that's one thing. I would have liked to have seen it reset uh, after you uh, you know go through a cycle. And this. Mm -hmm. I would have liked to have seen some of the additional vehicles do stuff. You know, they're, they're just sort of like targets. There's, I mean, the trees are, are obviously the offensive weapon. Well, if you, if you think about it, if you're chasing other motorcycles, yeah. the other motorcycles can't really, I mean, I guess they could drop like oil slicks and stuff, but the game is sort of hard enough without any of that. But you got tanks and helicopters. They're off in the distance. Well, you're shooting them. Yeah. They're just going to take it. Yeah. They got a helicopter. They could come bomb you or something. It is kind of weird how the helicopter only remains off in the distance, but what are you going to do? It, this is another game where adding the things like the tank and the helicopter, they didn't yeah. need to do that. They yeah. really could have phoned this in and just put the other motorcycles in there. They could have added more motorcycles. Mm -hmm. that been, you know, and not something else. How the, how the heck's a helicopter going to get in these woods? Well, that's why you see it just briefly comes down and lifts off again. It does? Yeah. A t and the tank, I can get that. Right. You know, but then why aren't there trees knocked down? You know, if the tank's going through there. So I think you're asking a lot. Well, I game. know. And I will say, uh, having played all, all these Spectre games we played, this one actually always stuck with me as one of the best ones we played. Other things that are great about this game is that when you fire a shot, you see the shot travel through space. Yeah. It's not as if when you line up correctly with one of the other riders, it just explodes them. Yeah. Which would have been the easy way out. So this game, I mean, it really, it sets out to do something. It sets out to give you a Return of the Jedi-like experience on a motorcycle. It, it succeeds on that. It succeeds in the fact that you have a multitude of you got different bikers, you got the tank, you got the helicopter. You're patrolling at different parts of the day. I mean, to me, the only thing this game is really missing is I wish that when you return, like when you finish a patrol, it would be great. Is like as you see the trees coming by, you see some sort of a structure, yeah. you know, that you drive like up a, to, like a base, like a base and that ends the patrol. You know, there is one thing we should uh, touch on. This game has a uh, brain-melting, horrific death sound. Yeah. Like, it makes you want to rip out your own ears. It's so bad. Oh, it's a beeping. Well, it's it's a a, beeping. It, it simulates an engine, yeah. uh, but not well. It's, hor it's absolutely horrible. The sound is what you would expect from a 48 It's got one of the worst noises, and it won't stop. Yeah. You know, so that's no good. Yeah. You know, I would have had any, I would have preferred anything. And especially when you consider that the people that were playing this on the 48K or the 16K Spectrum had no way to turn that off. That's, yeah. That, well, surely they put a turn-off button. No, I don't think you can turn the sound that's, off. Well, that's that's hideous. So that if this game has any down votes for me, it's because of the sound and because of the fact that you... Uh, that you, uh, uh, you can start right where a tree's at and then instantly die. But otherwise, I like it. You know, I looked, uh, uh, um, I looked this up on the, uh, uh, I looked this up for reviews here, Boat. Did we get any Discord action on this, by the way? We did. Beautiful. We, you we, want to go to that first? Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me pull that up real quick. Um, we had quite a few. This is a very popular game. I had a feeling it would be. Uh, I'm scrolling up to the top here. Um, man. There's, we got a lot going on on the old uh, death chase. Here we go. Uh, we're going to start with Will Brooker. Will Brooker says, Death Chase was the second release by Mervyn Estcourt, RB, who had grown up in working class 1950s Bristol and became a docker after leaving school. What's that mean? He worked out on the docks. Oh, a docker. Yeah. I thought you were just being cute to say doctor. No. Okay, I didn't know. Like maybe using this kind of accent, like a British accent or Welsh or something. Listen, you know, I go fetch me a doctor. I've got a sore throat. Is that your? Is that your Welsh? It's well, pretty good. I don't know. Maybe. That's, That's it. <laughs> Getting back to the review, uh, Mervin's previous escort, Luna Crabs, shares a science fiction premise and 3D point of view, while his fascination with motorbikes continued in full throttle 
which also seems to share some of the Death Chase graphics. Full Throttle sold more, but I think Death Chase remains Escort's most important and memorable contribution to the Spectrum game scene. The best return of the Jedi simulator ever made for the machine, far better than the official adaptation by Domark, which was released a full six years later, and probably the most impressive first-person 3D action on the Spectrum until Space Harrier in 1986. Escort apparently disappeared after Full Throttle, so the story of how a 35-year-old docker produced three slick, smooth games and then vanished remains a mystery. He's 74 now if he's still around. While it's a small miracle he packed Death Chase into 16K, it would be good to see what Escort would have done with 48K or even 128K, and how he might have expanded this pure, manic steering and shooting game into something more nuanced and sophisticated. That said, this remains one of the Spectrum's best examples of just one more go. That was like a history. Like, who was that, Will? Will. What do you think about this guy? You know, Well, you know, Will's offered several books on the Spectrum. He writes academic papers. That's true. I so, forgot about that. Yeah. What, do you think you could make it as a docker? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty muscular. Yeah. I'm sort of, you know, my, my only love's the sea. Uh-huh. So, so your love and your lady is the sea. That's right. That's right. That's all was written have, about Have me. you ever worn dockers? Yeah, most of my most of my khakis in high school were Dockers. Right. I wonder if those guys wear those when they're working. I think they were required to. Is that where they got the to. name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, Jed Byrne says Death Chase is a shining example of the golden age of ZX Spectrum games when there was so much freshness and originality. The games are so simple. The game is so simple, but the thrill of slaloming through the trees at high speed is pure and visceral. Nothing else has matched it. Skyrunner, released in 1987, follows the same gameplay but fails to match the excitement. I think it's because of the way Death Chase's trees tower over you, their branches disappearing off the top of the screen. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Rocket writes, uh, Death Chase is one of the very uh, several early specy games that made me a jealous BBC owner, envious of my next-door neighbor, Ed, in the early 80s. Screw Ed, I hate that guy. It's a wonderfully addictive game. For the day, in only 16K, the, the 3D effect is pretty special. The sense of rushing through the trees, hell-bent on running down the motorcyclist ahead of you, is still exhilarating to this day. When you step back and really look at it, it's a pretty simple game. There are only a couple different opponents, and other than the day-night change, there is not much variation, but somehow you just can't stop playing it. Jigglebox writes, Following on from Orkmeal last month, here's a short review in the style of a limerick. Oh, jeez. Would you like to apply your Welsh to this? No, okay, you better okay. go panel it. A motorbike chase to the death. So speedy, it's hard to draw breath. The thickets get denser, the gameplay intenser, but on the whole, it's a really good game. It's one of the all-time classics on the spectrum. You kind of dropped the ball in the last line there. Ten out of ten. Is that, from the, is that the way a Lindbergh works? Maybe. Do you put numbers in a Lindbergh like that? Yeah, I think it's a series of numbers. Oh, I see. Uh, Jazz Dog writes: Once as a child, a moth flew into my ear and lodged solidly. The sound emitting from what must surely be the worst tuned motorcycle engine in history. Oh sounding much like a moth's frantic flapping inside an ear canal brought back the trauma of that night. Joining and bolstering that auditory assault comes a hypnotic feeling as the trees pass all around you. Just as the broken white road on a car journey can hypnotize you, so can evidently poorly rendered trees from 1983. As the game drew me deeper into this hypnotic state, trees whipping past faster and faster, it occurred to me that this was the developer's plan all along. Surely this is an early CIA attempt to see if subliminal messages can be loaded into a person's brain while they game. Each tree that zips past having subliminal text hidden in the art, obey, consume, submit. I now feel it's my patriotic duty to tell you all to play this game as much as possible. Six MK Ultras out of ten. Man, Jazz doesn't need to screw around. Yeah, no, no, McChessers. He writes, I was seven years old when Return of the Jedi came out. 
I remember sitting in the cinema and instinctively dudging and dodging in my seat during the speeder bike sequence, utterly transported to the forest moon of Endor. A short time later, when my dad called me through to see a new game he'd acquired for our rubber-keyed Specky, I must admit to being a trifle disappointed that Death Chase replaced hovering speeder bikes with what I thought of as boring old earthbound motorcycles and laser blasts with whatever that weird blob thing is that launches from the front of your bike. Blob light. Yeah. Once I got to play it myself, though, these childish complaints melted away and I was quickly absorbed. I soon became quite skillful at taking down the enemy bikers, tanks, and helicopters while dodging the trees that whipped past in an impressive place. Pace, sorry. That was nearly 40 years ago, but Death Chase is still the one game I play whenever I set up a Specky emulator on a new piece of hardware. Even without my rose-tinted nostalgia goggles, that Mervyn Escort managed to wring such a convincing feeling of speed out of the spectrum in just 16k Nolex is incredibly impressive. The gameplay loop is simple, sure, but dodging those bright red trees as they fly past while chasing the elusive bikers is still just as thrilling. 10 out of 10. Man. You ready for Batman? Batman's weighing in. Yeah. He says, Death Chase was given to me by a pal in my very early spectrum days. To my then young eyes, it was unlike anything I'd ever seen before. Insanely addictive to pick up a plate fun that was so fast and vicious on the later levels. It was an early favorite and remains so to this day. 10 out of 10. Batman could have one of those bikes. Yeah. Pajaco writes, I came to the Specky quite late, having up-downgraded from a BBC Micro. So whilst I was a... a whilst... Would, I really hate that word. Wild. See, that's not how they say it, though. That's how we say it. Just say Docker. Okay. So Docker, I was aware of 3D Death Chase. I never got around to playing it. And what I found with yet another gem was an early specy game. True to the sound and colors are a little grating on my modern eyes and ears, but it's enjoyable and intense game. Dockers, I initially thought the game was way too easily. It soon ramped up the difficulty, and I was smacking into trees and actually physically moving left and right and making those odd noises you do when you think you are about to buy the farm in a video game. From the other reviews I read, there are a few tricks, and this game isn't very long if you can get to the end, but if you're like me and you haven't played it before, do give it a go. You'll be pleasantly surprised. A tremendous 8 out of 10. D-Man writes, he says, I didn't play this when it was first released and only came across it later in the Spectrum's lifetime during the cover tape wars, so no Return of the Jedi comparisons for me. Instead, just a very quick, pure arcade experience packed into a mere 16K. Ranks very highly on the Just One More Go scale and an undoubtable classic in the canon of early Spectrum games, 9 out of 10. And finally, Mitsuyama himself writes, Arcade gaming distilled to its essence and squeezed into 16K. The graphics aren't great and the sound isn't the best, but the gameplay is fantastically addictive. My only minor complaint is that once you suss out the tactics, it becomes a game of endurance rather than skill, but still satisfying to beat your high score. Highly recommended, 9 out of 10. And speaking of the high score challenge, Aaron, we should talk I did horribly, about that. Yeah. Because we had many... Many, many a high score on um, on Death Chase. Uh, looks like we had four contestants entering scores. Jigglebox reigned supreme with an unimaginable score of 423,986. That was even higher than the one I saw that made me give up. Yeah. I saw Mitsuyama's. So I was like, I can't get that. Mitsuyama, D-Man, and Hermski took second, third, and fourth. Congratulations to everyone who took part. You know, my score was like, it was like, I mean, I thought I did great. It was like 19K. Yeah. Yeah. He got three hundred and some or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They're they're playing on a different on a different level for sure. Yeah. What were the magazine reviews of this like, Aaron? <clears throat> this thing did pretty well in the in the in the rags. They were crash on uh, crash gave it a ninety two. Gl- like gl- glitch watch that can't be that can't be a richer magazine. Four out of five. 
uh, uh, this does pretty good. Uh, crash in 84, give this a 92. Uh, uh, personal computer games, give it an 80. Uh, video, computer video games, give it a 78. These scores are lower than you would expect, what aren't they? Yours Sinclair gave this a 60. Mm, that's know? crazy. It's funny how these games get panned back in the day and then like people still love them. Yeah. What does that mean? Well, it means that you know not everybody working at your Sinclair knew what they were talking about. Oh, so they're just dumb. Because it's, it's one person's opinion. Yeah. Think about all the crash matches we played that are total duds. Like what? Underworld. What a piece of garbage that was. What? what? Yeah. I, I don't, all the know. ultimate play of the game games, overrated. You're man, what are you trying to do here? Bury the spectrum. Oh, well, I'm not going to get involved in that. I like it. I don't know what is it with you. That's sus. I heard him use that word. Suss it out. Suss. I want to punch somebody that? in the face when they say that. I hear that now. Figure it out. I'm too old. They, they try to be cute when they say stuff like that. What's it short for? Susicle? I don't know. Is that short for something? I don't know. Help me out. I'm old. Well, the, the Brits, they make up words just to confuse Americans. I've heard people in America say that. that. Well, they're trying to act British. Okay, there you go. Suspect. See, that's what I thought. See, he Cola, didn't know. He's one of these guys that uses the British words all the time. So he he's knows. like twenty-two or something. Yeah. That's why he's a young man. They talk different. He knows what's going on. It just irritates me. I can't figure. I can't communicate with people no more. We've lost the thread here. Aaron. I'm what sorry. are we doing? I'm sorry, dude. Let's take this thing to the house. All right. Well, oh, I want to make two announcements that are that are ZX related, real quick. You know our good buddy Happy Coding. Yeah. Happy Cody wanted to celebrate the fact that we had Boat Fest cooking here. And so he did two things, uh, and we'll disperse these amongst the, the, the Puritans here. First of all, he, had, he was very kind, and he made a, a ZX a version of Attic Attack where he put me, you, and the Brent in the game. Yeah. And released that. He just sent a note while we were watching this that he had taken and, and done a, a basically a remix of Death Chase uh, for the 48K Spectrum that runs like 20% faster. Wow. So if you think you're some kind of hot stuff, <laughs> you can play that. We were just talking about how great we were at it. We'll take on uh, Happy's version, but we want to thank you, Happy. Uh, Happy does a good job, and he's, he always has a, a weekly uh, ZX Spectrum coding class that he uh, does on his channel. Check him out at Happy Coding ZX. Thank you, Happy. We wish you were here. All right, Aaron. It's time to bid a fond farewell to 3D Death Chase. Listeners, we want to hear your feedback. Actually, listeners here live at BoatFest, does anybody want to come up for a live review of Death Chase? Anybody have something to say about 3D Death Chase? I'll say one thing. It's not on the Spectrum version, but the Spectrum version was so popular that the Dragon got a late port of it in 2009. Really? Yeah. 64 or 32? 32. Mm. Interesting. Thank you, Curtis. Let's try that, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. all good. We did change one thing. There's uh -huh. no night patrol. There's a winter patrol instead. A wild cola approaches. Do you fight or run? So, I spot a cola. All right. So, Death Chase. Uh, I don't know where the camera is. There it is. Hello, camera. So, Death Chase. It is one of the first games I ever played for the ZX Spectrum. Uh, go play it. If you've not played it, it's definitely awesome what they squeezed out of 16K. Uh, everything that's been said before, great sense of speed. Um, it's strangely addictive. Uh, you just kind of want to keep one more go to see what, you know, what crazy stuff it's going to throw at you. It's pretty much the same stuff over and over, but it's faster and a little bit more frantic. Um, but yeah, go go play Death Chase. I, I fully, fully approve Death Chase. Use the force. Yeah. Hey. Thank you, Cola. Good job, Cola. Come on, give him something. Give him Woo! something. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. There you go. Well, if you would like to leave your own comment about Death Chase, please leave us a note on YouTube. We release this show in both audio podcast and video format on YouTube at bit.ly slash Sinclair. We record live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Amigos Retro Gaming. If you want to support our show, you can visit patreon.com slash Sinclair. Uh, we do have a goal up there. If we can get to $200 a month in Patreon support, which we are getting very close to that, Iris Sinclair will morph from a monthly show into a weekly show, which would be super awesome. Uh, which leads us <laughs> which leads us to our Iris Sinclair roll call. Uh, we want to thank Russ Smith, Pajaco6502, Will Brooker, Wonderly Chesham, Stephen Wilcott, Chartel, Nathan Mills, David Terrace, Doug Berry, Jigglebox, Will Brooker, David Terrace, Andrew Waite, Eric Nelson, Captain Crispy, Laurent Giroux, Mark Downey, Peter Molland, Chris Folds, Mark Durham, and Pixels at Dawn. So thank you guys. And of course, you. Uh, if you are watching this live at Boat Fest, thank you all for coming. If you're watching this live on Twitch, thank you for watching us. Uh, and um, if you want to hear more from me and Aaron, check out Amigos Everything Amiga. Uh, we got the Coco Show, the Atari ST Show, and of course, there's ARG Presents. Um, especially this special Boat Fest episode. You don't want to miss this when this drops, where Aaron and the Brent spin the wheel and make the deal, sometimes multiple times in the same show. All these shows can be found on the Amigos Retro Gaming YouTube channel or at anchor.fm slash Amigos Podcast. Aaron, what's coming up on Ars Sinclair next time? Find out, Boat. Transformers? Oh, Transformers. Oh, man. I haven't heard good things about this, this. You know, this has not been a license that's been used well <laughs> no, over this the has, years. This has, a, this has a Thundercats level of noise around it, but <laughs> not exactly excited about this one. So, Let's see. It can't be that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, so, anyway, uh, get on it. It's time to play Transformers. Fire it up. Fire it up at your boat fest right now. There's a Spectrum Plus 2 right over there. Leave us a note on Discord. We want to hear your thoughts. And Aaron, it's time to close it out. Thank you all so much for listening and watching. Rewind tape. And press play.